being overwhelmed to the point where you're exhibiting harmful health um, symptoms. And, um, and so maybe this is just like a season where you're, you're planting really bad seeds into your health because you're not sleeping as well. You're not eating as well. And you, and then all of a sudden you're like out of nowhere, you, you have a flu, cold, COVID, whatever. Yeah. And you're down and out for a week or so. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. What's up, Real Health Podcast listeners? Today's episode is a special release date. We are doing it before our Friday because it is almost Christmas, and we hope that we can get these five helpful tips to manage the holiday stress to you before the holidays get here. So you'll hear us in the episode talk about this being a Friday release. But honestly, we wanted to get it to you sooner, so we hope you enjoy today's episode. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. Barrett. This is going to be the last episode before 2023. It's hard to believe that we're here. We're episode 30. Dr. Barrett, good morning. Welcome to uh, what's Christmas week. Christmas week, baby. <laughs> Christmas week. You excited? Uh, I'm stoked, man. We just had a killer workout, and I'm still trying to catch my breath, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I'm a little lightheaded. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this might take a couple minutes to get in the groove here. Guys, welcome again to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, we really appreciate you tuning in, and we hope that you guys have a good Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year with your family. But before we do that, we definitely want to give you guys some value leading into the new year. But before we do, remember, if you go back to the last episode, Dr. Barrett is doing a little um, giveaway for you guys. Um, thank you so much for some of the people that have already given us a five-star rating and a five-star review. Remember, we are going to draw live on the show next week to win a free hormone lab test. So you've got about three or four more days. This episode is going to come out on Friday, December 23rd. And then the following week after that, we will draw um, a live on here. We'll draw for a free hormone lab test. And if you want the details of what that may show, make sure you go to episode 29. Dr. Barrett explains that, and then you'll get a free consultation with that. So anything you want to add to that free hormone lab test and get people to go give us a five-star rating and a five-star no, review. I think you nailed it. Let's get into... Today's episode, this will be a good one if someone's traveling to go to their family's house, possibly. Perfect. A quick commuter-style episode, uh, holiday yeah. stress, right? That's it, man. How to, how to manage or um, how to you know, improve uh, the, the, your holiday stress, I guess, is a, is a good way to put it. But yeah, yeah, this season can be super stressful um, for a number of reasons, but we're going to just talk about how to... Make sure you keep a few things in, in mind in this season. I think for me, when I think about the holiday stress for myself and my personality and some people that may be listening to this, and you may be the same way, I can get into a routine of life where I feel like I have momentum. And, you know, you wake up, you go to the gym, you come home, you spend time with your family, and, and sometimes the holidays can throw that off. That's right. And it just kind of throws you haywire. And so mm -hmm. you just kind of have to – sometimes I have to find myself – settling in that and just realizing that this is a time to be with the family and not always be on the go and just pause for a moment and reflect. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think, um, we are creatures of habit 
and routine is a really good thing for me. So when I get out of routine, um, you know, my morning time isn't, as, isn't the same. My nighttime routine isn't the same. Um, but yet, even though those routines aren't necessarily the exact same, there's still some, some things that I keep in mind uh, if I am away from my home where I feel comfortable and have access to a lot of, you know, support for my body and my health. So I was just like thinking, okay, what are, what are a few items that we can share that I make sure I do? Mm-hmm. Um, last week, a patient asked me, hey, what are your, give me like your five non-negotiables. Ooh, okay. Right? So okay. she asked me that question. I was like, oh, that's a good question. Like, what are my five kind of health philosophical non-negotiables that I, that I do? Um, but today's kind of more of like, okay, what's five tips and, and tricks for supporting holiday stress. When you say tips and tricks to, you know, holiday stress, how, how, how do you define holiday stress? Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I think there's a few, there's a few things. One is, um, emotional stress is probably the biggest one. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe it's seeing, People you don't really love to see. Maybe it's um, being a part of. Maybe you're an introvert and you don't want to go to that work party. Um, maybe there's some, um, you know, difficulty in family, extended family. You're seeing them. Um, maybe you don't have family. Your family's passed away, and this is emotional stressful. So I think emotional stress is probably the highest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then second to that is um, physical stress. We eat um, really poorly typically during this season. Um, and, uh, and we don't, we're not taking care of our bodies as well. We're not moving as well. We're not feeding it as well. And we're not recovering it, it as well. So physical, um, emotional stress, I think are, are probably the two biggest, uh, influencers. Mm-hmm. And what we're really talking about in terms of, of stress on the body is, um, being overwhelmed to the point where you're exhibiting harmful health, um, symptoms and, um, and so maybe this is just like a season where you're you're planting really bad seeds into your health because you're not sleeping as well, you're not eating as well, and you and then all of a sudden you're like out of nowhere you, you have a flu, cold, COVID, whatever, yeah, and you're down and out for a week or so. Um, but you can look back over the last month and see, hey, my patterns of healthy living have been uh, skewed, mm-hmm. um, and they're not they're not we're not, we're not supporting those areas as much as we should be. What are I mean, I guess for me, I can going back to just self-reflection of getting out of a routine and then sometimes staying up later because you're with the family because you know the next morning you're not going to be doing something so early. I mean, going into the first of the year, everyone wants to jumpstart on their health, and really these last two weeks can really hinder that. And so really I hope that some of the stuff that you're able to maybe give on this episode or things that, okay, like, hey, this is what I'm going to stick to. And then I have found myself in the past couple of years not not killing myself if I don't do certain things. Right. That's been the thing that has really – and it's been like, okay – if I don't go to the gym five days a week these next couple of weeks, then I'm going to be a miserable person, a husband, a father. Like I've I've learned to say, okay, man, if I only make it three times this week because I'm with my family in the morning, that's going to be great. So things like that. Yeah, I was mentioning to that patient, one one of my newest, uh, new, whether it's been, you know, a couple years or more, but um, newest non-negotiables is have fun and don't take myself too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think it is very easy to get short-sighted in this season for the for the really for the healthy person. 
oh, I didn't train five days a week. Um, I did let myself have that extra cookie, right? For us, like we can beat ourselves up about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the other spectrum where they're, you know, they're just hanging on for dear life and, and trying to in, trying to put in new healthy habits that they've never practiced before. And they may be in the boat where it's like, oh, well, I don't have to start now. I'm going to start January 1st, <laughs> right? So it's kind of like two yeah. sides of the spectrum, um, two ends of the spectrum. It's the, hey, don't, don't take yourself too seriously. Um, have some of these non-negotiables we'll talk about. Okay. Or the other person is, hey, um, don't wait till January 1st. Let's yeah. start some of these healthy habits now. Yes. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into it. First one I would, I would highly suggest is make sure you're getting seven to eight hours of restful sleep a night. It's easy to stay up late, right, uh, for the holiday party, the family event. But one non-negotiable is um, getting that eight hours of restful sleep. And I think that's so important because that's where we heal, that's where we recover, and that's where we really help manage stress the most. So one, like, holiday non-negotiable to support stress is getting deep, restful sleep. So make sure you're getting that seven to eight hours every single night. I have, this is an interesting question. I thought I'd, I heard when you said that, maybe just for my own thought, is it true that you can't catch up on sleep? You see what I'm saying? So in other words, if you... The damaging effects of not getting a restful night's sleep... Mm-hmm puts you in a negative, but you can't necessarily make up for it. Then, you know, if you're a weekend and negative sleep, you can't have a week of positive sleep and make up for the negative effects That's what of I'm that high with. cortisol production. Right. Yeah. Because they, they keep, they kept, uh, mice up by, by zapping them, you know, through the night, um, gave them really restless sleep. Mm-hmm. And they noticed that within a few days, they were becoming pre, pre-diabetic mm-hmm. and cortisol level stress hormones were super high. So yes, over time, you can catch up, mm-hmm. right? But um, Acutely, you cannot. Yeah, acutely, it's very difficult. Uh, cool. I would suggest this, kind of like a part 1A under sleep support would be, if you fail to get that eight hours, mm-hmm. right, seven to eight hours that night, Give uh, give me a fifteen minute nap that day or twenty minute nap, power nap. There is some research that shows that does help negate some of the negative side effects of the loss of sleep. So that was going to be my next question. And for me, that's that's hard to to um, convince to convince myself that taking a nap is a lazy bad thing. No, naps are very good, very good for the body. Mm-hmm. So I usually hit a fifteen minute power nap every day or a fifteen minute at least restful, quiet. Midday. Yeah, that's good. So All right. Sleep. Sleep number one, two. Two would be, um, hey, get out. Um, even if it's not in the morning, could be midday, could even be the end of the day, but right, three things, three things you're grateful for. Uh, just having a gratitude journal, I think is really important this season. It's easy to get caught up in lights and camera and action, mm-hmm. Christmas lights and shopping and Toys and gifts. Very consumer season. Mm-hmm. Um, go, 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 go. Yeah, that's right. So um, three things that you're grateful for every day, and they have to be different every day. So from here on out to the rest of the year, which is about a week, um, three things you're grateful for every day that are different than the previous day. Simple. 
It is simple, but I think it helps um, support the heart, um, put it in the right posture mm-hmm. for this season for sure. So that would be that would be number two. Number two, okay. Number three. Number three is um, reduce sugar intake. We all know the seems like a theme. Yeah, it is yeah. constantly. It's going to come back to it, but I think it's important to put it in the front of our minds. Is sugar will stress the body, stress the immune system in a negative way. And it will pack on pounds very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, um, hey, just be mindful of sugar. That's it. Just be mindful of it. And just say, hey, know, know wh- what it's in, where it's at. For me, I give myself grace in the season to have wh- whatever you would call it, a dessert or a treat, yeah. right? And even though they're healthy... It's still high calorie, low nutrient nutrient density. But um, so, just as much on this side, you want to give yourself grace and enjoy the season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. On this side, we also don't want to overconsume, so reduce sugar intake. Yeah, I mean, it, like going back to the very beginning, it's crazy to think about that. You know, you can be so disciplined in your routine, in your exercise, in your diet, and in the last two weeks of the year you start to maybe sleeping in later because you can then you start to eat sugar then you become irritable then you have less sleep and it's Mm -hmm. just a spiral effect of like those last two weeks when you're supposed to be with the family or calm down you look back and you're like well that was miserable yes yeah and it all i mean sugar and sugar can sugar makes me irritable because i just don't feel good right if i have a ton of it that's right yeah it, it will affect your mood and and so you know if you think about us in the season getting cranky irritable Right, mm-hmm. I mean, poor sleep, mm. high sugar, high stress. Yeah, you're probably going to be irritable, moody, and that's not that's not how we're supposed to be in the season, mm-hmm. any season of life, but definitely in this season where um, it's such a joyous, beautiful season. Mm. So yeah, that's good. Okay, sugar. I feel like comes up on just about every episode. So if you've been an avid listener, then probably shouldn't eat a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number four. Number four. Uh, <laughs> hey. So this is, uh, take some adaptogens. That's good. Adaptogens are just good stress handling herbs. They help your body build stress resiliency. They help your body um, handle excess cortisol. Uh, They put your body in a a state of rest versus a state of fight or flight. So adaptogens are like ashwagandha, rhodiola, holy basil, these things, these herbs that help uh, modulate stress in our body. Okay, so this episode is today that, if someone's listening to this on demand, like yep. and a lot of our listeners do, it is Friday the 23rd. They're about to hit into Christmas. They just told their husband or their spouse, I got to get adaptogens before the family comes over. What do they do? Where do they go? Yeah. Um, honestly, you just go to like a health food store of any sort. Okay. You know, your classic Whole Foods, uh, Earth Fair. And you go to the supplement department and just look under uh, herbs okay. and find, um, it may say like adrenal herbs or stress herbs, but one of the most common ones you can look for that is almost sold at any health food store is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Um, that is going to be your kind of your go-to herb. And it's going to get you through the holidays, and it's going to make you feel fantastic. That's right. And it then will. you can write us a five-star review and a five-star rating. That's right. <laughs> Number five. And uh, um, so the last one I would say, like, you can biohack your stress. So creating stress resiliency is really important. And that may be cold shower. I right? knew I knew you were gonna do this, which is great. I think okay, pause for a second. Okay. I we laugh about the cold, uh-huh. but it really it it works. Oh, it's pretty amazing. 
it works. Mm-hmm. And keep going with your thought, but I do want to add something at the end of okay. this. Okay. So, uh, so the f- number five is your biohack your stress. So cold exposure, hot exposure, heat exposure, breath work, movement. Choose one of those to do every day. It's mm, good. Not all four. You can do all four, but don't do. You don't have to. Um, I do a you know sauna, breath work, jump into the cold plunge, <laughs> hit the gym, and you know. So, but you, you definitely don't have to. Just choose one of those four. Mm-hmm. So biohack your stress. Number five: cold exposure, heat exposure, breath work, movement. Choose one of those every single day, combined with good s- sleep support. Mm-hmm. Reduce sugar intake, mm-hmm. adaptogens, biohack your stress. That's good. That's good. And write things, some things you're down, you're grateful for. And write three things you're grateful for. Biohack. I mean, okay, so going back just real quick with the cold, the people that aren't used to it, and they're like, okay, I keep hearing cold, I hate cold exposure, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not getting into a, um, I'm, I'm Barrett, I'm not getting into a swimming pool. Like mm. I'm not doing it. What yeah. are, what's, what's something that someone can do that is a quick cold exposure? Yeah. Cold is, uh, cold, the feeling of cold is relative, um, uh, to the person. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> someone in Florida may say like 70 degrees is cold, yeah. which is true. And then someone up North's like, what are you serious? It's not really cold until it's about 39. Yeah. So, um, the most important thing is to induce the sensation of stress mm-hmm. through cold. Mm-hmm. So drop your shower down to whatever level that is. It could be halfway, could be all the way to the cold level, but drop it down to where you feel the sensation of cold and you want to gasp and you want to get out, but just hang there for about 20 seconds and then go back to warm and just know that spot every day and just go back to it and do about, you know, maybe six, seven, eight cycles of warm for 20 Cold for 20, warm for 20, cold for 20. I have found that a cold plunge is easier for me than a cold shower. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, maybe because it's just I can be still in a cold plunge pool than a cold shower. I don't know why, but. When that cold, when that cold shower, when it hits your face, Ooh, yeah. it makes you want to gasp. Big time. So I put my hands over my, my eyes and nose. Ooh, that's good. And so it just doesn't go down my, my eyes and nose. And uh-huh. for some reason, that stops that feeling of wanting to gasp. We should create a product that goes over your face your face for a cold shower. There you go. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea Someone's going to steal that. I shouldn't have said that live on the air. You know what else I've been doing? Sometimes I'll do in the morning as well. Is first thing when I wake up, when I let the dogs out, I'll go outside barefoot yeah, there you uh, go. In the cold. and just yeah. It's cold. I mean, your feet, your feet oh, get really cold. Especially but, frosted yeah. this morning, yeah. But it feels good. That's something. Does any exposure to a sh- to stress, mm-hmm. but but in control, is what helps build stress resiliency. We've talked about that in a few previous episodes. Is you want to induce stress, but in a controlled setting to build stress resiliency. That's good. So that when when you're exposed to stress that you aren't in control of, mm-hmm. that just so, so it just happens to you. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're much more resilient at yeah. handling that stress. If you've been in a cold plunge pool for 15 minutes, the only thing that you're thinking about is survival. Yes. Like the only thing you're thinking about is survival. And when you get out of that, the the amount of endorphins that come over your body, but then let's say 20 minutes later, someone cuts you off in the middle of the street. It's like, well, I just sat in a thing of cold water for 20 minutes. Like, the person cutting me off is not that big of a deal. Yeah. You're much more able to handle that stress load. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Guys, it is... 
holidays. It is a couple days before Christmas if you're listening to this. We hope that these five things you're able to implement into the rest of the the, the year, 2023. The sleep, the right the things that you're down that you're grateful for. Be mindful of your sugar, but don't be so strict that you can't enjoy the holidays because well, the holidays are a fun time with the family. Agreed. Dr. Barrett, anything else you would like to say for the end of 2022? The next episode we'll do in 2023. Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah, just thank you so much for listening this year. Um, we've had 15,000 listeners, downloads, um, amazing support. Uh, again, we don't do it for any other reason, just to provide you with some practical commuter-style information to help elevate your health and the health of those around you. We pray that this this podcast is a blessing to you and your family. We've had amazing stories of how this this uh, certain episodes have helped couples can uh, conceive for the first time or just create healthy habits. It's been a beautiful, beautiful journey to be a part of. So thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Yep, exactly what Dr. Beard said. And remember, if you need last-second holiday gift ideas, go back to episode 28 and go give us a five-star review and a five-star rating. You will get a free hormone lab test. We'll draw on the next episode. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. The Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. We love you guys. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.